The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey there. Thanks for joining me on Build Your Tribe. My name is Shaleen Johnson, and today is a part two series. The first part, if you haven't listened to it, you should probably go back and listen. I think it'd be a very good idea. If, however, you're like, I don't have time to download another episode, etc., you'll be fine. I just want to cue you in and give you a little bit of a background. What you'll be hearing is a conversation between myself and Miller DeRay. Now, Miller is one of our team members here at Team Johnson. And as is the case with many of the people who work with us, they're they're, you know, entrepreneurs like you. And many of them are in their infancy stages and Part of what I think they love about being at Team Johnson is you're going to learn a lot about entrepreneurship. You're going to learn a lot about what it is we do and how to do it. And it's a very open environment. Like we have conversations and debates and something that Miller and I often talk about is how because he's in his infancy stages, if you will, of entrepreneurship, he wonders sometimes if the advice that I'm giving or the suggestions that I have, if they apply to him because you know, he's just at the beginning of this journey, like, does it make sense? So this is a continuation of that discussion. And specifically in this episode, in my opinion, what you need to do moving forward in 2018 and beyond that I think is super beneficial to those of you who don't have a huge following. You don't need a huge following. It's all about how you connect. This is about building deep connections, building curiosity. Instead of attraction marketing in 2018, we're really talking about how to engage people, how to create a relationship. Now, as always, I'd love to get your feedback on this format. We'll continue to keep it fresh and bring you tons of different format styles this year, but I'd love to know what you think about this one. So reach out to me on the socials. You know where to find me. I'm at Shaleen Johnson pretty much everywhere, except Facebook. I'm... uh, Shaleen, and uh, Snapchat, which is probably the quickest and easiest way to reach me. I am Shaleen Official. Okay, Miller, take it away. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with Shaleen Johnson. Thank you for having me as your co-host on this part two episode about stories. If you haven't listened, I would highly recommend you start with episode one. You'll find a ton of simple tips that'll really make a difference in the way you connect with your tribe using stories. For thousands and thousands of people, Shaleen is the go-to for all the newest tips, tricks, updates in social media, right? How to navigate this platform versus that platform. But when it comes to Snapchat, a relatively newer multimedia application, who is Shaleen turning to? Who is she learning from? And who does she recommend to follow? I hope I can suggest that people follow me. I really study this stuff. And I I follow my son, Brock. My son, Brock, is obsessed with Snapchat. He's got an academy that teaches people how to use it for business. So he has become my go-to. You know, I don't profess to be, nor do I have the time to be an expert in every single social media platform. Instead, I find a couple of people who are doing it right and who they are obsessed with it. So I know they are going to know about the latest Snapchat or Facebook update within like 10 minutes of it being released. So I watch Brock's snaps. By the way, he is Brock, the number 11, 
Johnson. So the number 11 comes in the middle of his name, Brock 11 Johnson. And he's on Snapchat and I follow him every day because if there's going to be an update by the time I wake up, he's already explained it. And better than that, he also tells you, you can ignore this or this is really important for business and here's why. So other than your close friends, what do the top Snapchatters who you follow have in common? What are they doing right in your mind? I love the way Sean Cannell uses Snapchat. It's really, it's perfect, I think. It's funny, it's entertaining, it's captivating, it's educational, and sometimes it's just fun. There's one gal I follow who specifically talks to new moms. Like It's like the crazy mom Snapchat. And she's always offering tips on how to fit in a workout and what to do if you can't shower and how to handle it when you had plans for the day and they just don't go as planned. And when you have one kid that's having a meltdown. And so she's not just documenting those things. She's offering suggestions and tips and help. And it's awesome. It's so good. Another gal that I follow really focuses on holistic health and how she is on a mission to help find a cure for autism. And it's freaking phenomenal. And also how she balances that with with life and her business. And she's an incredibly successful businesswoman. Shout out to Mindy Wender. But if you're following her, it's not all about business. You, you, you're kind of following the saga for her. And you are you're in it with her. And that's how you feel when you follow her snaps. It's like a kind of an ongoing story. So I would say the people who are doing this right, they provide some kind of like, yes, this is this is a great story. And if you think about great stories, they have a down point and they have a hero in the story and they have optimism and they have, you know, happiness. These people, Shaleen describes as having that commonality where they can tell a story, they can share their life really well, they are doing so to a very specific demographic, to a certain niche, and they kind of get each other, the influencer and their audience. That's how it comes across to me. I, I'm wondering if Shaleen has any thoughts on the other side of the spectrum. Are there bad practices on Snapchat, things that she thinks you're doing wrong? I followed a few people who all they freaking do is use Snapchat to complain or to pitch their business or they show the same stuff every single day, the same angle, the same shot, the same conversation, the same thing. And it's like, you know, it was interesting the first couple of days, but then I unfollow you. Wait, wait, is Shaleen watching my Snapchat? Because right now I'm feeling like she's talking about me. I'm getting very in my head. Please tell me I'm not alone. Can you relate to this? I mean, how am I supposed to gauge if I'm doing things incorrectly? If you're using Snapchat and you see that you're gr you're not growing at all and you're losing viewers and losing viewers, don't leave Snapchat. Leave your old methods. Change it up. Give people value. If you are of value, people come back. If you're not, they can take you or leave you. And you have one bad day of snapping and you're going to get fewer views. And then the next day, fewer views. So you, you've got to come through with content that is a story. What makes for a good story? It needs to be captivating. It needs to be interesting. It needs to be personal. And the viewer needs to be able to see themselves. Every good story, you can picture yourself in the story. Now, I'm not telling you to make things up, but when you're showing pieces of your life, it's got to be relatable or I can't picture myself experiencing that. 
this really makes me wonder, what is it about my life others might find relatable? Maybe what I'll do is tonight, I'll write a list of all the things I think others might identify with when it comes to me and what I do in my life, and use that as a springboard for my snapping. But then I just can't help but think everyone today seems so divided when you think about YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. How am I going to get them to check in on my snaps anyway? You do that by making it so good that they're afraid to miss it, right? And, and we all have examples of this in our lives. Maybe it's a workout class that you go and take, or maybe it's a, a party that someone has annually, or maybe it's a, a television show that you, you just cannot miss it because you're afraid you're going to miss out on something. You can create that same kind of draw with your Snapchat. One way that I do it is by mentioning something each day that I had talked about the previous day on Snap, and I'm like, oh, I hope you did not miss it. It was so good. That way, and then I'll even tell them, like, don't miss a day. Do not miss a day. I'm telling you, you can't miss a day. And then they feel this like, oh, yeah, there's, there could be something good at all times. Another thing that I like to do is I will offer a special discount code or an opportunity, and then I delete it. I'll leave it up for a couple of hours and then I delete it and then I tell people about it later. I'm like, you got you got to be following. You got to check in regularly because a lot of times I do stuff that just takes care of those people who are following me in real time. And I today I did uh, a call in or today I did um, an open registration for free to my whatever it is. I'll do something just for a couple of hours and then I talk about it later and then people are like, oh. I can't miss. It's not just doing it. It's also referencing what you had done the day before because let's face it, not everybody's on all social media platforms every day. When they do show up, I want them to know they missed out on something really good. Oh, now you know this is some cold, hard truth if you follow Shaleen on Snap. I mean, come on. How many times are people begging her to repeat some story from the day before maybe? And she'll be like, um, that was yesterday. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> It's like borderline evil, Shaleen, yet smart. I respect it. It reminds me, are you guys old enough to remember this must-see TV? It's like must-see snaps by Shaleen Official. Wait, this is so random. A friend of mine texts me, I don't know, what is this, 15 minutes ago? About Snapchat, as I'm recording this, about Snapchat. What? And he's asking me, how can he grow his business on Snap? He works in finances, which he finds to be really stuffy, but he himself is really animated and fun, and he's just not sure if his industry should be dictating the kind of snaps he's making. Let's face it, people are following you because they like you and they want to know more about you. If they wanted to know just about your business or the stuff that's on the surface, they are probably already looking at your Instagram, your Facebook, your Pinterest, your YouTube, your Twitter. So these are people who they don't just like your business, they like you. And that's key, right? So I think it's more important that you show us who you are and what you stand for and what's cool and interesting and real about you. And yes, you do want to show a little bit of business and you want to balance that. So for myself personally, if I were to go a whole day and not talk about building a business, if I go a whole day on Snapchat and I only talk about diet, for example, which was happening when I was doing the diet beta testing, all of my followers who aren't interested in diet and really are, you know, like build your tribe listeners they would Snapchat me and go, okay, enough with the diet. I I love you because 
you inspire me to start a business. And I, I love it when you talk about how you balance that and your business tips. And, you know, the last three days, all you talked about was diet stuff. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. So it's a balance, you know, and, and I also will sometimes tell people if I know I'm going to go on like a rant, not a rant, but like a long story about, let's say, business. And I have followers who aren't interested in business. They're interested in in health and fitness. Then I'll say, OK, guys, until you see this little logo at the bottom go away, I'm going to be talking about the Marketing Impact Academy. Snapchat allows you to take a what's called a sticker and you can take a little cut out of any image and then you can place it over your video so it's almost having your own watermark and you can do that to signify a topic that allows people to tap through it's what it's doing is it's being respectful of your entire audience and saying I respect your time and if you don't want to watch this please tap through you're you're respecting the fact that that might not be interesting to everyone and you're giving them a way to consume it quicker right I've seen Shalene use this watermark thing and it's really smart recently she was launching MIA which I've already been through so I'm just skipping ahead right because when Shalene is talking about something girl can talk about something <laughs> but I'm waiting for that late night debate with Brett because you know that's pure comedy gold right there Speaking of which, I wonder for Shalene if there is such a thing as being too personal and or just maybe showing too much of who you really are on Snapchat. I always ask myself, can people relate to this? And more importantly, do I want to work with people who relate to this? Right. So, for example, I want to put out on Snapchat that I love rap music and that I I think everything should be funny. Like everything's better when it's funny. So I put out a lot of funny content on Snap. I'm totally, my goal every day is to make people laugh and in the process, educate them. Like if I can make you laugh and learn at the same time, boom, like I'm so happy. But I do that because I really want to work with people who have a sense of humor. Like nothing is more annoying to the to me than the people who are like, I don't get it. I'm like, I don't get you either. And I just, I I, I prefer working with people who have a sense of humor. But what, if anything, won't Shalene put out there? I'm just going to tell you that I sometimes use the F word. I, I'm not proud of it. And you can unfollow me and like write me hate mail. I can't believe it. But I do. I use the F word sometimes. But I'm not proud of it. And you don't need to use that word. And I certainly am not trying to like, oh, I need to look for people who use the F word. I feel like Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, maybe he is. He uses the F word like constantly. And I think I think he really likes connecting with people who are okay with that word and use it. But I've got enough self-control to know when it's appropriate and when it's not appropriate. And um, I don't use it in social media. I, don't, I try not to use profanity in social media. Um, I am not proud of the fact that I do that. And it's not that I'm trying to, I'm like, oh, I really need to connect with people who use profanity. I, I don't feel that way. So I don't put that out there. But if it's something I'm like, I really like to connect with people who want to build a business and also understand that their family's health, their fam, the, the health of their family, the health of the relationships in their family should come before anything else. I want to connect with those people. So I put a lot of that type of content out there. My snaps are very intentional. Occasionally I'll snap something and I, I'll rewatch it like five minutes later. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't have value. That's not interesting. It doesn't say anything about my brand. It's not funny. It's not, it's just 
documenting my day, delete. I think that's really impressive and not an everyday thing to have the self-awareness and objectivity to watch your own work and yet still know if it's serving your brand and just who you are as a person. For those of you who maybe don't feel so skilled in this area, I might suggest to open up your chats and invite your audience to engage with you and get their input. Oh, speaking of which, I wonder... If that's something Shalene does, does she respond to comments on Snapchat? What is her advice in this department? This one is going to surprise you. You must turn on your chat and you must respond to comments. I have a lot of followers on Snapchat compared to like when I first started. And I still have my chat feature open. Do I get through every single chat? No. But those interactions create a tight connection. Now you are talking to me, directly to me. People know you're doing it from your phone. They they know it's personal. They know it's you. And just by giving someone like an emoji back or saying like, thanks a lot, they're like, wow, that person actually noticed me. And people, they want to know you notice. They want to know you're a real person. They want to know you're there. They want to know you're a human. So I think you've got to open up your chat. But the conversations disappear. So how can you use Snapchat to keep track of prospects or even keep track of conversations? You also need to save. Every time someone sends you, especially if you're doing this for business and you're going to develop those relationships, those Snapchat conversations, they don't disappear if you save them. And saving them takes less than a second. You just tap and hold down their comment and your reply and they're both saved. That's important because that person may not snap you a comment or chat to you again for another six months and you want to know what you said to them. That's important. The way that I speed this process up, and I'm sure that there is a hack similar on an Android phone, but on the iPhone, they have a text replacement feature. You go to settings, click on general, then scroll down to keyboard. Click on keyboard and the second line down should say text replacement. And this is such a cool thing. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a plus symbol. When you tap on that, you'll see the first line that you can fill out says phrase. And then the second line is shortcut. So for example, when I was congratulating people who had joined the Marketing Impact Academy, I typed, congratulations, this is so exciting. I'm really, really proud of you. Tell me what your name is. Tell me what you're doing currently and tell me what you hope to have happen in your business. Now that's a lot, that's a paragraph. So my shortcut was M-I-A exclamation mark. That was my shortcut. So all I had to type was four characters and it sent them a paragraph. They, of course, would reply. Then I knew their real name. I, I'm, now I'm interacting with them. I save both of those conversations. Here's another example, especially when you're first starting out and people will say like, oh, that was cute. Don't just ignore that. I will reply. The phrase might be, thank you so much with a, a heart. And that shortcut I will type in as um, TY1. So again, three characters, but they get a sentence. Or I might type in, I really appreciate that. It makes my day. Thanks for watching me on Snap. Smiley face. Now that's like a couple sentences, but my shortcut is just TY2. And then all I have to do is type in three characters and I've given them a specific, relatable reply that doesn't take my whole day. That is a very creative and clever use of one's time, I must say. Now, speaking of time, how does one justify investing the time learning Snapchat when they're already feeling split-focused, right, between all these other platforms? I mean, really, 
Is it worth it? Now, I'm very, very devoted to Snapchat. This might sound excessive to some people, but it has provided me the most incredible return on my investment. So I encourage you to try it. Like there, there's... I, I can't think of anything that's helped me to become closer to my lifers than Snapchat. They've also helped me to figure out what we're developing in our company, like every single test group. Basically, now I do it on Snapchat. It's my Snap followers who have told me exactly what they wanted improved about my Smart Life Push Journal. We took all of their suggestions and produced a new Smart Life Push Journal. With their, It's what they want. It's not what I want. It's what they want. You know, I let them pick the colors for my new water bottles. I let them decide on price. Like I, I, I really use them as my friends because lifers are the people who you connect with because they're just like you, right? So they're just like you, but they're maybe, maybe their interests are slightly different. So it's really important that you listen to them. And Snapchat gives you an opportunity in the most profound way to do that. Heard loud and clear. We're all going to get on Snap now, right? Now, here's the thing. I feel like, for me, my views on Snapchat are tragically dismal. Or you're brand new. Okay, so what do you do? How do you get yourself seen? There's so much competition, it seems. The way Snapchat works currently is whoever snapped most recently shows up at the top of your feed. So it's not alphabetical. And it's not based on what you view the most. Now, this could all change. But at the moment, it is determined by who snapped most recently. And that's why I tell people to space out your snaps. You know, don't just do, you know, 30 snaps in the morning or five snaps in the morning and then five late at night. Do a couple every hour. And if that sounds excessive, fine. Do a couple in the morning, a couple in the afternoon, and a couple in the evening. That way, when someone does log in, they're going to see you as being the most recent Snapchatter. The way a lot of people consume consume Snapchat, unless they're unless they're snapping themselves, the way a lot of people consume it is they watch it either first thing in the morning or last thing at night. Your deepest fans, your most connected fans are watching you all day, but most people consume it morning or night. So if you snap, let's say, first thing in the morning, and I'm consuming my Snapchat people at night, you're going to be at the very bottom of my list, and there's only so much time. I might not make it to your snaps. So always make sure that you are at the top of the list because that puts you at the top of mind. Ooh, top of mind. I like that, Shaleen. It reminds me, I just heard Brock Johnson go live in a private Marketing Impact Academy Facebook group, and he was saying that you want to post on average 11 times a day on Snapchat, which only reiterates what Shaleen just said. Ultimately, it's about consistency, right? And it seems to me Snapchat really stands out amongst the crowd because you don't have to be the most popular. There isn't some algorithm deciding who and what you're gonna see. You just have to be the most recent one to have posted. And that's all the time we got. Thank you so much for being here for part two of this Snapchat series on Shalene Johnson's Build Your Tribe. Again, I'm Miller DeRay, and you know, Shalene would be really honored if you left a rating and a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. Catch you next time. All right, so we are two episodes into this new format. I want to know what you think. Miller, loved having you. Thank you so much for your perspective. I I have a feeling that many of you heard the questions that were in your head being asked by Miller or 
some of the objections, maybe some of the skepticism you have, or just the reluctancy, maybe? Is that, is that the right word? Yeah, the reluctancy that you have about investing time in a new social media platform. My hope is that you enjoyed this format and you would like to see it or hear it, I should say, again from time to time. But that's your call. So reach out to me on social media and let me know what you think. As always, it is my goal here to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. Miller, I think we made it pretty fun, don't you? This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Life Push Journal. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and there just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple to use 30-day system. This is not just a day planner. And learn how you can get your health, fitness, life, and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to smartlifepushjournal.com.